0: To truly understand how we see love and how we give and receive it is to look at how it was given to us. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nyx. Today's a kind of, oh I don't know, yeah it's a kind of little different episode um, and I don't know if it's cheesy or whatever but today's topic is about love, it's about love, what does it look like, what does it feel like. What type of love have I experienced and what has changed for me today? I just wanted this podcast and with this topic love to just be a little bit of an upbeat kind of conversation. Yeah, so fuck it. Let's just get into it. What is love? Google says it's an intense feeling of deep affection or a great interest or pleasure In something or someone. Personally, I quite like this expression. A profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. Oh my God, I love that. What in the OnlyFans is going on? (laughs) To many of us, because we're all different, our backgrounds are different, our upbringings are different, the ingredients of our makeup are different, All of our perceptions and definitions of love because of what we've been through are going to be fucking different. For example, the girl who has been neglected and abused and has only ever been shown attention or affection by receiving, this is fucked up, but it's, it's real, by receiving a beating or being sexually abused. To her, she may know no different. Therefore, that is her definition of love. And I know you're thinking, oh, I thought this was going to be upbeat. Oh, that's just made me very sad. Well, it's very real. Um, As you know, I do a lot of Let Me Speak campaigns where we talk about hard-hitting topics, and that is, you know, something that people actually fucking go through. Um, And because they're constantly going through that, and we're going to get into that a little bit later, They think it's the norm. They think that this is what love is and this is how this person's showing me affection and attention and things like that, and that's why I put up with it. So it is fucking real. I've also heard, and some of you might have seen this on social media as well, of men who the only form of love that they know is fucking violence. Therefore... They inflict love on their wives, they inflict love on their children because he knows no better. Then you have another little girl who has been supported, she's been nurtured and valued since birth, therefore she shares this you know, mutual understanding of what love is with her partner and her children, she knows no better. To truly understand how we see love and how we give and receive it is to look at how it was given to us. Last night, I sat down at the table and I had a conversation with my partner as I was kind of writing up my notes for this podcast. And we, together, came up with four main types of love um, that both of us have experienced. The first one, and... It's the fucking biggest Is the love for our children Now this love is absolutely pure And it's unconditional And I'll be honest It can't be fucking matched It starts the minute that they're born And it'll remain 100% pure Until the day that they die That type of love is true love, it's the true definition of love at first sight, you know, when when we watch these fucking reality shows, and, and even when, you know, when you're talking about it, like, oh my god, you know, I met the man in my dreams, and it was love at first sight, and then it's like, but really, you know, like, when you put that up to your children, you've just given birth, now that is fucking love at first sight. Personally, I feel like this kind of love can't be replaced by any other. You might think differently, and that's k to play, that's allowed. But for me, this, this type of love that we have for our children, it, it just can't be replaced. Not even by the second kind of love that I know and have experienced and am experiencing. And that is the love between me and my partner. So the love between you and one other, your significant other. Now, don't for one second get me wrong. The love I share with my partner is infinite. It's warm. It's understanding. And it's endless. Like, fuck, I want to marry him. Shit. That says plenty. But... The reality is, and him and I sat down at the table, like I said, and we had a conversation about this. We totally fucking agree on this. That love could easily be fucked over. Now, if there were lies and infidelity and ongoing disrespect, like I even said it last night, babe, if you fucking cheated on me, all this love that I have for you, I will be wrapping it up, and that's a wrap. That is a fucking rap. That love will fade so quickly and eventually it'll disappear. And he agreed. He totally agreed. I know of couples that have been madly in love for over 30, 40 and 50 years. Yet lies and cheating have crept into the relationship and now the love is lost. Therefore, my stance is, I will love heavily and give my all to this relationship, but like a relationship, long or short, the love is and will always be on trial. Conversations with my partner, if shit turned to custard, let's just say if my partner went and fucked someone and, you know, went off and, oh my God, whatever, Obviously the relationship would be done, but I will always have the love from my fucking children right throughout, right throughout. It's been, that love's been there before the relationship. It'll be there long after the fucking relationship as well. But I'm not saying that my relationship's gonna last because <laughs> it is, bitch. But that's my stance um, on love between two people. It will always be on trial, Always. And it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. You want that love to last between you and that person. Shit, you both better work. Because that's how it is. The minute one person drops off, you know, and one person's fucking doing all the mahi and and shit like that in the relationship, the love's going to get lost. So that is always a work in progress, the love between two people. Just going back to if if shit turned to custard and I would always have the love from my children. Now, this part here, through sickness and health till death do us part. That is the true meaning. The love from you and your fucking children. Because, like, let's be real. How many fucking marriages you've stood at the altar, you've said through sickness and health till death do us part. Next minute, he's gone over here he's fucking some other bitch or she's gone over here and playing up. Anyway, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. I feel like that true meaning should be about the children through sickness and health till death do us part. Anywho, the third love I've experienced is actually the first love I experienced. And that was the love of my family. My immediate family, my extended family, my aunties, my uncles, my cousins, my friends. But there is also a love that when I think about it, it fucking hurts me. And that's the love for my nan, who has sadly been gone for for over 20 years now. Still to this day, thinking about her gives me this kind of fucking warm, yearning feeling. It's a feeling of great sadness and loss yet a, a feeling of, like, deep privilege for having ever been in her presence. Like, when I think about my nan, I think about her wrinkly skin. I think about her um, her aura. I think about how warm and, and um, safe I would feel in her presence. Oh, my God. The last love I'm still learning about is the love for one's own well-being. And this is self-love. I have only been learning or practicing this for the last four years, and it's absolutely fucking important and it's necessary. I I swear to God, on all my platforms, I try and preach it as much as I fucking can because I went 31 years without even knowing what the hell self-love was. And because I didn't know what the hell it was, I got myself in some fucked up situations that I shouldn't have. And I most definitely don't want that for any of our young girls. And to be honest, I'm even teaching my mum about self-love. She had no idea as well. I finally realized that without self love, my expectations and standards of how I deserve to be loved lower. This was 100% evident when I was in a violent relationship. I was thinking that this type of love, you know, domestic violence and that, was my new normal. It was all I could get and it was more than I deserved. What a load of fucking shit. But, because I had succumbed to this style of love and because I had put up with it for so long, I couldn't see any other way. And I know I'm not the fucking only one. Until I took time to love myself, appreciate my own existence, nurture my well-being, and this added value to my self-worth. Now, I've set the bar. (laughs) The way I love myself shows others how I expect to be loved. So, you know, moving into this relationship with my partner, um, you know, we've been together for over three years now. I took that time to get to know me, to fall in love with myself before I got myself into this relationship. And because I did that, I stepped into this relationship knowing darn fucking well what I wanted, what I don't want, what I'll put up with, what I won't put up with. And that's why we're fucking thriving, straight up. You know, I didn't take that time beforehand. And, you know, I've had a partner ever since I was the age of 14 years old, 13. And I just kind of went out of one relationship and went straight into another, come out of that relationship and went straight into the arms of another, you know. And then finally, I thought, you know what, fuck this. I don't even know who the hell I am. I don't even know what the heck I like. People ask me, like, oh, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Oh, fuck, do I know? Because I had kind of spent so long just being shaped and molded into what these fucking people had wanted. I totally forgot about me. So I took a few years to kind of. Get to know me like you would in a relationship. You would figure out the other person, see what they're into, see what they, they've they been through, see what they like, what they don't like. Well, I started doing that for me, um, and it was a fucking game changer. Um, like I said before, the way you love yourself shows others how you expect to be loved. Those are my four experiences of love. Number one, the love for my children. Number two, the love for another, you know, in and, and the context of being in a relationship with your partner, your husband, your wife. Number three, the love of my family. And number four, self-love. Anyway, guys, what does love look like for you? And what type of love have you experienced before? Anyway, guys, that's me for today. Hope you enjoyed today's topic and I'll see you right back here next week for another episode on Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nick. Love you.